0: This is Andy Thomas from the Masculine Journey podcast where we discover what it means to be a wholehearted man.
1: Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast
2: Network. This is the Truth Network.
0: kingdom pursuits where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion together we explore the
1: stories of men and women who take what they love and let god turn their passion into kingdom pursuits now live from the truth booth your host robbie Dillmore. this is the mobile truth booth today because we're at the carolina classic fair live and you know who isn't here you! You're not here. I haven't met you yet. So you've got to come down. We're going to be here at least till noon. But we've got the, this booth. We're going to be here through, clear through tomorrow. I don't know that I'll be here all those hours, but we're going to be here some. So you come on down. But more fun than that, I've got some amazing guests with me today. First is a new friend I hadn't met. He's an author of the whole Return to Faith series. like, oh my goodness, has he written some books. And worked with special needs folks and just done, done some amazing things. I'm told he also wants to be a fighter pilot and launch planes off of jets. I mean, off of, of aircraft carriers.
0: You know, that, went, that was uh, like a second life. Uh, <laughs> it's Otis Farmer. So welcome, Otis. Well, thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks for the invitation. And so
1: neat. So when when did your first book come out,
0: Otis? In April of 20, right as uh, COVID was breaking out. So that added a few complications. <laughs> but what? what I'm, I admire your faith to
1: come out there and, and actually return to faith. It's a, it's, a from what I understand, a novel?
0: Yes. It's going to be a seven-series book. Each book will be titled Return to Faith, and they'll have a subtitle for that particular edition.
1: This one is Ground Zero.
0: Yeah, that's book one.
1: And so I'm guessing that in your own life, was there a Ground Zero?
0: I would say maybe a series of ground zeroes because <laughs> there's times we reach points in our life where we realize we need a new direction or we need to fine-tune what we're trying to accomplish.
1: Or return to faith.
0: Yeah. Well, that <laughs> my next, yes. <laughs> I've had several points in my life where my faith was extremely challenged and uh, always find my way back. And you're, so this you're, in,
1: is, you're in good company.
0: Yeah. I understand Abraham had 10 of them. I'm not there yet. I don't think I have a 10 yet. So. You haven't led to
1: 100 yet. Yeah. So, you know, we got, we got more time to go. So next up we have my good friend, actually, David Braswell, who is with Project RE3's Hope Center. Yep, yep. And um, they've been on with us before. They provide food, clothing, shelter in the Kernersville area uh, with the Project RE3 Church. Yep. And you guys just got off your big food drive and...
2: Yeah, yeah, with uh, Sheets, um, you know, 11 local Sheets partnered with us uh, with Project RE3 Hope Center to uh, collect canned goods at uh, 11 of our triad local Sheets. And I'm not going to go through all of them, but we just want to extend a thank you out to Sheets. Uh, we definitely appreciate that's our second annual uh, food drive with them. And, and so far, it's looking pretty good. It looks like we, we've got a, quite a bit of food from them. So you may be out there right now thinking, I've got, well, I've got some stuff that I want to donate to the Hope
1: Center or maybe you need some hope maybe maybe you maybe you're running low on food or maybe you're running low on something you know the hope center is there where is that in Kernersville?
2: uh it's actually in walkertown on old hollow road if you go right past the sheets on in walkertown down old hollow it's right down on the left um we're open wednesdays and saturdays from 9 a.m to 11 p.m or 9 a.m to 11 a.m sorry um, and we do clothing uh you can get every week and then we pr- partner with um, harvest uh second harvest food bank so you can get food um, once a month from there that's wonderful
1: and again so it should maybe be the old hollow uh hope center just yes. saying <laughs> i don't know but anyway you know we also want to talk about that, that that we have an epic live epic story of god going on in richmond for those of you in richmond today uh it's coming to the carpenter theater october 28th and 29th and From what I understand, it's going to be a tremendous theatrical event. It's called the Thorn. And for those of us who love the scriptures, I don't know, David, if you've ever thought about how many places the word thorn comes in. I don't know, Robbie, but you probably know exactly how many. I I don't know how many. I wouldn't give you a number, but I I hear some things to just ponder for a moment. Okay, well, we we know first that Adam got into trouble, shenanigans, right? Yeah. And there were some thorns involved because of the curse, right? Yep. Well... Did you know that the word Sinai in Hebrew means thorn? No. Yeah. It does. And so the the bush that actually, um, if you look carefully in the Hebrew of all those words around Moses' experience there at the bush and then later at Sinai, all has to do with the idea of thorns. Oh, wow. Right? So it was actual thorn bush. That's... That's the way I would read it. Okay, yeah. But that doesn't, you know, I, 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 but, but certainly we know about the crown of thorns. Oh, yeah. And, and then one of my favorite verses in scriptures really is, it's in the Song of Solomon, as you might know, as David knows me. He knows that, that that's where it would be found. Yeah. But it says, Go forth, O ye daughters of Zion, and behold, your king with a crown that his mother crowned him with on the day of his espousals, on the day of the rejoicing of his heart. What crown was that? Because his mother crowned him with it, which means in Hebrew that that, that's his family. So what crown did you, since you're his family, what crown did you crown him with? The crown of thorns? Correct. (laughs) See, so we all, this is epic, because these thorns are very much connected to our own lives, man. It hurt Jesus, Mm -hmm. some of the stuff that we did, the shenanigans that we pulled. And this is an epic story. So speaking of epic...
0: I knew it would. <laughs> it's
1: yes, it is time to... I've got to tell you, I've been waiting all day to share this first one. Oh, I can hardly wait to see if anybody can get it. So, Christian, are you with me there in the studio? I am here. So, and we got David, uh, all-time... He's an expert at these Robbie's riddles. Sometimes. And and, and then we got the you know, rookie. We got Otis is, is the rookie. <laughs> so what do you call an epic cow? What do you call it? Oh Otis knows. Holy cow. That, that's good. I like that. that right. It's somewhat funny. <laughs> Holy cow, that's epic. How about you, David? You got any idea?
2: Nah, I'm lost on this one.
1: Christian, what do you think? I was thinking like Otis
2: thinking uh, holy cow
1: there you go well that's that's really pretty good but not as good as legendary (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: that's
1: a good one that was a good one yeah it could happen every once in a while okay (laughs) this one's not quite as good but I still think it's funny what do you call an epic space opera set during the Russian Revolution this is a an epic space opera set during the Russian Revolution. Mm. You might call it... Tsar Wars. (laughs) 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 That's That's a good (laughs) one. All right, one last one to see if you guys are warmed up, all right? And feel free to get Brandon in there, too, if he's in the studio. He's here. He's here. So what do you call an epic Camping trip, it also could be a circus, by the way. An epic circus or an epic camping trip, it works both ways. What would you call that? What do you think, Brandon? An e- epic campus. Camping, camping trip. Camping
2: trip. Hmm. You got it's me gonna, on there, Robbie. That I have something need to, to know. do with tent. You said circus has so got something yeah. to do with a tent. Yeah, it's got it's be a intense.
1: Tent. <laughs> 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 there you yeah. go, you know, yeah. so you know, there you go. And so we, since we had all this discussion of thorns and we had all this discussion of epic, right? So what thorns in the Bible were real sticklers? <laughs> I would say all the which, stick- which thorns in the Bible were real sticklers? 866, you know, this is not a trick question. Feel free to call in and win because we have. I'm told that Otis might share one of his books with you, but we certainly have prizes in the in the Truth Prize Vault, in the King of Pursuits Prize Vault. Which thorns in the Bible were real sticklers? 866 348 7884 is the number to call in and win. And if they can do that. Christian, tell them what they'll win. They're going to win one of the fabulous prizes from our Kingdom Pursuits prize Vault, or a book from Otis. A book from Otis. Again, his complete series, The Return to Faith, which includes Ground Zero, New Growth, and Circle of Life. And, the, and, the, and the, uh, there's a picture of Zimba right here. I know, I'm just kidding. Zimba, that sounds like a combination of some kind of exercise and
0: This, this is uh, the first three of seven. I'm mean, right. beginning, I'm going to start writing four. So there'll be seven total.
1: Oh my goodness, yeah. that's a God's lot of writing. That's yeah. perfect. Number. So when we come back, we're going to have your answers to the real sticklers. 866-348-7884, a lot more from David. And we're going to get into this return to faith. I'm excited. And so glad to have Otis with us today, and David. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And you hear those bells in the backward because back, there's people they are winning like stuffed animals as we speak. I see the horses, they're off, and they're running up the thing, and there's a balloon going to by oh, It's unbelievable. <laughs> <With> any, <laughs> we're here at the Carolina Classic Fair, and we're live, and we would love to see you. Out here, if you have got time to come by and see us, we're in the booth right over here by WXII and right in front of the education building. And we have got two good friends with us. We got Otis Farmer, he is author of the Return to Faith series, and David Braswell, who is with actually Sheets, but also Project Three Three. <laughs> you heard the uh, you know sh- shameless plug he put in for Sheets here at the beginning, but he's he's also very much with the Hope Center Project Three Three. They give away all sorts of food clothing
2: for the needy a wonderful you know place for hope yeah yeah absolutely um where we we do um our food uh Food outreach is uh, every Wednesday and Saturday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And then our clothing is open during the same time. And then if you need um, help outside of that, if you give us a call or, or reach out to us through our website, at projectre3.org, then, you know, we can set up an appointment for you. We are located at 3801 Old Hollow Road in Kernersville, North Carolina, 27284. Um, it's actually more on the Walker, South t- Walker Town side, um, but it is a Kernersville address.
1: So, yeah, I need to, to mention that if you go to kingdompursuits.com today, I posted both Project Re3 and Otis Farmer, where you can go to his website and see all his different projects. Like, oh, my goodness. A very prolific author. Like, I'm shocked. Like, to, to put out three books of this magnitude <laughs> since 2020? 2020, yeah. That's one a year, I would say.
0: Well, right at one
1: a year. Yes. <laughs> it's and a dedication and so you're thinking uh, by 2027 20, you might have it you know um, yeah. might have that, that project finished so I, I know our listeners are curious I'm very curious like how did God like put this on your heart how did the, how did the whole thing start because apparently your profession was not authorism
0: no, I was <laughs> in the furniture industry for, for a while uh, most of my adult life and so now that I'm back in my second childhood I'm I'm pursuing what God really wants I'm out of my life. But several years ago, he impressed me that I was going to write a story. And it was going to be Return to Faith. But I wasn't ready to write it yet. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, well, I have a title, but no storyline. And it took until 2019 for the Lord to say it's time to start writing. But then it was like, okay, it's going to be a screenplay oh okay well i'd love to make a movie so wrote the screenplay almost the day after i finished the screenplay he's like okay now take your screenplay and use it as an outline to develop it into a novel that's going to be the first of seven it's going to take seven books to tell the story and i'm like oh okay so now i'm ready but i when i sit down to write i'm like well lord here i am i don't normally begin with an outline anyway but it was unusual for me to use a screenplay which is in reverse you write the book then you write the screenplay but I he impressed me to write the screenplay and then the first book and so I never know when I sit down to write where we're going I mean Lord where are we going where are the characters and I going on this particular day of writing so it's it's a it's a very challenging way to write but again going back to the faith i'm putting faith in god he's going to take me where the story needs to go and so that's kind of the origin
1: well you know what's hilarious about i shouldn't say hilarious it's just intriguing to me um is that interestingly in my story and it's Stu epperson who owns the truth radio network and all these different stations would tell you that the one of the things that he knew about me first off was when i was the the Chrysler dealer in Winston Salem, or that he was, he called on me, so on radio. Mm. That God came to me and said, "I want you to write a screenplay." Really? And it was called "The Shield of Faith." Oh, really? Oh. And, um, it was an amazing story. And like you, he gave me the storyline, and he would give me. You know, scene one, you know, act, you know, all that thing. And I went, I didn't know anything about writing a screenplay. So I go get screenwriting software. I study how to write a screenplay, all that stuff. But again, God's giving me the screenplay. Well, I spend about three years writing, and all of a sudden I hit a place I can't go any further. He's not telling me the rest of the story. And I get fired and and for some reason the main character in this screenplay became injured by his uh, stepmother and he's blind now in the story but I don't know why or what the reasoning is and about this time you know I, I go on about four months of silence not 400 years and then I get fired from the job that I had at the time and I was unemployed for about six months and sitting out in a tree stand one day David you like that Yeah. Uh he tells me why my character was blind because it would be the only way that he could save all these people that were in this building when it went dark because he was the one that could get them all out Uh oh okay (laughs) (laughs) and I'll never forget it because I just had no idea you know there's got to be a reason and then he just gave me but I you know since I've experienced that and then here's the real punchline of the story. So I finished the screenplay, and like you, I'm, I'm sitting out there looking for agents all over to do this screenplay. Right? And I finally get this person in California that's an agent, and they said, Yeah, send us your manuscript. So I send it. And this guy calls back about two months later, and I never go by Robert Dillmore. So the guy, when he calls me, he said, Is this Robert Bruce Dillmore, the author of The Shield of Faith? And I said, Yes. And he goes, Well, I just got finished reading your manuscript. And I have to tell you that it is the most disturbing piece of literature I have ever read. Is it all right if I burn it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> of course, I had another copy. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, <laughs> you know, uh, there's, there's rejection and there's rejection, yeah. David, you know? So I'm guessing you don't want to represent me with this movie. But anyway. I'm sorry, I, did, no, okay. I, was, I, I thought you would get a kick on I that because you yes. know exactly yes.
0: how that feels, right? And there is varying degrees of rejection. You're absolutely right. And it's, uh, it's, hard, it's hard to tell sometimes if someone's looking to take a shot at you as a writer or they just don't like, which I've had some, I don't like it because you wrote it, okay? What are they to do to you? Yeah. <laughs> so.
2: They don't have to read it, right? You know. yeah, that's right.
0: There's a lot of other...
2: But that, you
1: know, it's just your story makes me want to read it. Because I know that that storyline came from God. Yes. Yeah. And, and since, you know, I do radio, and actually every Saturday morning before I do Christian Car Guy show, I ask God where we... And, and I can't tell you how many days. He's totally blown my mind. Right. And he's all... He's always
0: got way better stuff than I would ever dream of in a millionaire. Well, that's exactly what what I'm getting ready to say. I I concur with you, Counselor. Um, I I look back, not that I'm saying that these stories are are wonderful, but when I look back at how God uses these storylines and weaves them into this wonderful tapestry, that I'm saying, I didn't write that. There's no way I wrote that. That didn't come out of my head. That was inspired. And so, I, I give God the credit for everything in the book. He gives me the inspiration for the photography, I use my own photography, oh, I, des- wow. I design the, the book Alright, alright, right. So, what flower is that? It, it's a pink flower. It is, <laughs> I can't remember the name of the flower, it was in my neighbor's yard, and I had already chosen a white flower. and.
1: This Well, here's my question again. David might even see this one coming. I think it's a rhododendron,
0: I'm not sure. Is it a Rosa Sharon? Oh. Well, no, but it could be. It could be representative (laughs) of Rosa (laughs) Sharon.
1: Okay. But that, you know, again, to me, you know, that adds to, like, man, why I would want to read this book. Because you know that, again... every author is reflecting the gifting God gave him. Every author right. does that. Right. But some of them, you know, are obviously uh, not maybe pr- as as dependent. But, you know, one time on God as other authors. But I had a, an, a, an opportunity to interview the Hendrick, you know, the guys who wrote the movies, um, you know, Fireproof and Courageous. And yeah. Hendrick, Bro- Hendrick, am I saying it right? Yeah, I think so. I knew and his brothers, but I couldn't. Yeah, they're Kendrick, the Kendrick brothers. I have a terrible mind that has like a sieve, things just go out of it. But anyway, I asked him, I said, where do you get such amazing ideas for your movies? And they said, well, Robbie, we like good ideas, but we never go with those. We wait till God gives us the idea. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 so, you know, you you see what God has done with their stuff, well, it's exactly that way.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the if you look at the cover, the flower itself is a picture of perfection. And then what God pointed out to me later was look around. I was going to go back and use Photoshop and green up. The flower, the, the um, leaves around right, it, right, right but leave them as they are because you, there is the imperfection that we nice. are forced to exist in and around. So there is every part of the, that photograph is a part of the circle of life. And as people read the story, they'll understand the circle and then the number of flowers that are creating the circle. That's funny that you mention that. You're gonna like this, David. So...
1: I don't know if you've given this much thought but there's dust underneath your bed. Oh, yeah. There is, yeah. And you don't know whether you're coming or going.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> because to an extent we're all turning back into dust. dust and North. it's all gathering yeah. right there under your you know like oh my gosh yeah. and it's the circle of life right yes. because out of that dust it used to be your skin and all that stuff a little plant can grow mm-hmm. yeah. and away you go so when we come back somebody has got to call in and tell us which thorns in the Bible were real sticklers. Don't overthink this. Okay, there's lots of answers. Nobody's ever been wrong on Kingdom Pursuits. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. You can get one of these books right here from Otis Farmer. All you're going to do is call. We want to know about the sticklers. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And we are here at the Carolina Classic Fair, the home of giant turkey legs yeah. and Amish donuts. And pickled pizza. And pickled pickle
2: pizza. Yeah. Never had that before. <laughs> you got to get a slice on okay. your right you out. You know, I yeah. picked yeah. a peck we'll of chicken. <laughs> yeah I mean, it's down in the food area somewhere. I know. We had it last year. It's good. Okay.
1: Pickled pizza, <laughs> yeah, man. So if you happen to be in Richmond today, you aren't. Pickled pizza may not be available to you, even if you wanted to pick a pack of pickled pizza, you'd be out of luck. But you can go see the Thorn. It's coming up October 28th to the 29th, and it is just an epic drama that of, of about God's story, and it's going to be at the Carpenter Theater there. And so along those lines, I ask this riddle, and I'm just shocked. I'm literally shocked that nobody's called in. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and tell us which thorns in the Bible were real sticklers. Which thorns in the Bible were real sticklers? If you answer that, Onus wants to get you a whole set of his books. Not one, not two, but all three of the first three of seven. Um, what an opportunity all you had to do is tell us about the thorns 866-348-7884 now David I love the title of this book Return to Faith mm-hmm. and um, so I think that's all our stories 100%
2: yeah
1: but I know the listeners because I know your story yeah and, and those of who regularly listen to the Masculine Journey probably have heard of our most experienced guest, David.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The number one guest. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think I have a permanent seat now <laughs> as a guest. But anyway,
1: <laughs> I, I would love for them, you know, because you have a very unique story because you are a pastor's kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A PK.
2: Yeah, yeah. I grew up, uh, my dad uh, still is. I mean, he's retired. He still preaches uh, on the eastern coast of North Carolina at a small church in, um, havelock i think havelock yeah I think that's so. a neat sounding town um he's just an, well he says he's an interim pastor i mean he's i don't think he's going anywhere but yeah uh grew up all the way uh he, he used to work uh he was <laughs> uh, i've never said this before but he used to be a uh like in the upper executive area of the credit cards for belks before he became a minister and then god called him to ministry and you know he left that and went and became a minister so yeah i grew up um As a pastor's kid, which, you know, um, I'm sure there might be some pastor's kids listening and know how tough that is growing up in the church uh, 24-7 like that, and ultimately, um, that actually steered me out of my faith instead of bringing me closer to it, and um, for many years, you know, I I faked it or posed, if you listen to The Masculine Journey or been to any of our boot camps, we talk about the pose. I posed for, you know, the better part of my life as, you know, yeah, I'm I'm this Christian, Christian warrior, you know, I know what I'm doing until I didn't know what I was doing, and then, uh, it catches up to you quick and, and then as as your uh, title of your book returning to faith um, God struck me down in, in my tracks uh, you know out of the blue had no idea that it was gonna happen like that I thought uh you know I thought I knew what I was doing in my faith um, you know thought I was living it correctly and walking with him correctly and, and definitely wasn't and it's' In about four years now, I think. Um, my uh youngest daughter moved in with me. Um, that was uh, a blessing. Um, but at the time, looking whether you're looking at it from the outside or living from the inside, I was it was a nightmare. Um, for me and my wife, and and you know, we uh we got it together, and and um, you know, ultimately, so to
1: explain a little bit of that, you were previously married, had a daughter, yeah, yeah I two, so now you're remarried, yeah, remarried now. Sorry, and, and 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 the one daughter came to live, which is always awkward, yeah, yeah, and and anybody's Brady Bunch, you know, situation, It's it's yeah. that's, that's but it's kind of cool,
2: you know, that God kind of had you right where he wanted you. He did. And, and you know, <laughs> I, I remember specifically, because so one Sunday, we haven't been going to church. I haven't been to church in, in quite a while unless we were visiting a church, like with my wife's family or, or at my parents' house going to one of my dad's churches. One Sunday I got up and, and me and my daughter were just at each other's throats like she was yelling at me i was yelling at her and i was like you know i don't know what to do and then instantly it hit me i was like get dressed and she's like where we're we going it's sunday morning and i was like we're going to church And we did. We went to a church, and, uh, you know, I was sitting in, we went to that church uh, for for several weeks, and I was sitting in there just, um, you know, we had had uh, to keep her personal side out of it. We had had some issues, and she was away for a moment. And I was sitting in the church service just, you know, very upset, crying, just didn't know what to do, and messaged the church and said, I need somebody to talk to, which in turn turned me on to my very good friend, Jim Graham. Um, and if, again, if you listen to the Masculine Journey, you'll, you'll hear Jim quite a bit. Uh, and so, met him, talked to him, and then uh, led me to uh, the Masculine Journey Radio Team. I
1: ended up coming to a boot yeah. camp, and yeah. uh, I got to meet you. And and, yeah. and it's been an amazing thing to watch. You know, certainly there were a lot of wounds that came as a result of being in PK, and I yeah. hadn't even really put together, you know, how people in the church treated your dad. Oh, yeah. You know that's, you know, you love your day. You know, obviously, in watching yeah. that, and and so I, I, I think that's it's a fascinating piece of insight, and and just again the the importance of that title of of return to faith in everybody's life. But the best news that I have right this very minute is we have Penny is in Washington, and she has an answer to our riddle. So Penny, you're on the Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning.
3: Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to listen to you. I am um, so grateful I that you listen. I'm an uh, Air Force brat, so I, I'm very interested morning in right. Otis's story. And um, the answer I have for you in um, the Stickler question is found in Genesis 3, uh, mm, chapter yeah. 17 through 19. And it talks about... Um, how the, the ground would be cursed because they ate of the fruit. And all the days of their lives, both thorns and thistles, it shall grow for you. And sh- you shall not eat the plants of the field. By the, You shall eat plants of the field by the sweat of your face. You shall eat bread till you return to the ground because from it you were taken. And for you are dust. And to dust you shall return.
1: That is well you are completely right and just so thorough okay. that's so wonderful and so you're obviously going to get that, that whole set of books
3: oh but, I'm but, excited
1: but I, w- I was just thinking this week actually and then he has his circle of life idea that, th- that is actually his third book that how miraculous ground is right that, that ground yeah. grows all this amazing stuff that we eat, or the animals eat, and, and how it all turns out that you know every, every little speck of dust probably used to be some part of somebody or something, or you know, and all these things are, you know, and, and, and yet, you know, the ultimate recycling.: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is.
3: Well,
0: the uh, book two cover, it's a stretch of a forest in, in uh, West Virginia that looks like it may have burned out. Oh. And so when, when you look, at the trees oh, kind of nice. look dark. Yeah. And, and then you see all the new growth down here, which is regenerating from all that was. Right, from there, the dust so. is.
1: From mm-hmm. the dust and the dust is. Because dust multiple dusts would be dust is. <laughs> 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 well, Penny, God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. And w- which Washington do you live in?
3: I live in Washington State.
1: Oh, that is absolutely wonderful! I love the state of Washington. I've always said, oh, you do. Oh, I absolutely, and I have so many amazing listeners there because for years, Christian Carguy's show was on live in Seattle. On, um, I'm trying to think of the call letters of the radio station up there. But are you listening um, on an app? An app, or how are you hearing the program? Yeah. Um
3: I'm listening on uh, the Truth Network. And um, on my app for that, but I also um, can pick you up delayed on uh, KCIS, I think it is, or one of those. Uh
1: Yeah, KCIS. Oh, I love that station. I have so many... You know, since the show isn't live anymore, Sarah Linda hasn't called me in forever. It breaks my heart. So,
3: oh, <laughs> do you remember. remember her? Did you ever listen
1: when she would call in? Always from uh, Snow oh, Mahomish, yeah, yeah. I think is where she lives in Washington. So, when we come back, oh. thank you so much, Benny. You're a winner. We will send those <laughs> books out to you to Washington. And if you have another answer, somebody else out there listening, and you think you want to talk about the thorniness in the Bible, you call us 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We'll be right back with so much more live from the Carolina Classic Food. You're listening to The Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And oh, we have a passion for fairs today, and it's fair weather, my my, my point out here today at the Carolina Classic Fair. We would love to see you. We're out here right in front of the, um, the in education building, and it's very educational in there. They got all the different. Um, it is. Have you been in there? Yeah, they have the, like, quilts and all that stuff, right? Well, the thing that really, here's the exciting part for me, is I've discovered that they, they actually have people that make sauerkraut. Oh, and wow. You could, and I, I saw a blue winter sauerkraut there, and it wasn't close to my sauerkraut. So, And I saw the people won ribbons for pickles. Like, man, wait, next year, it's good it. the Christian car guy's is going to have. The sauerkraut entry and the pickle entry—they can't—they can't touch my pickles. Oh man, I can't <laughs> wait! <laughs> but anyway, all that stuff is right there and very cool. And we are again joined today by my good friend uh, David Braswell, who is with Master on Journey, which is a show that comes on at twelve o'clock. You may know that, but also is with Project Re3, that church there in Kernersville and their Hope Center, yep. which is so cool that you know part of the fruit of his return to faith you know, as God gives us all this cool stuff we get to do and take part in. One yeah. of the things that David is so uh, industrious in coming up with ways to get food through sheets and all these other different things for the Hope Center, and so we're so glad with that. We also have with us a new friend, a really good friend. Uh, in the short time I've known him, I can't believe all the things we have in common, Otis Farmer, and he has written this entire Return to Faith series which is on its way to be in seven books, but at this point in time, it's three books, Return to Faith, Ground Zero, Return to Faith, The Circle of Life, and Return to Faith, New Growth. But all this stuff is at kingdompursuits.com so you can see you know, his website, Otis's, or you can see Project 33, 3 whatever you want, you want to do there. But I did want to, since we just have a little short segment here, this one's only about six or seven minutes, and then um, unfortunately, you know, we've had all the fun we can have for today. All the shaggings. Um, yeah. But part of your journey also, Otis, is that it, is it you work with special needs at some point. So tell me your, your connection there.
0: Well, my sister-in-law approached me and asked, since I'm, I'm an artist also, if, if I would take over the project or the program at the Ark and High Point. And, at first and the Ark and High Point, for people that don't know what that is? It is an association. Well, it's called the Association of Retarded citizens or something like that and they need to change the name but anyway it, it's for special needs community and i was a little apprehensive because i spoke with the gentleman who handled the program before and he told me he said well it is what they're doing now is all you're going to get and i didn't like that i just believe that if you give people enough love and encouragement you, you can help them get better so the day I, I started, the first, the first day, first class, I was in not necessarily a mild panic, but I was concerned. How was I going to deal with it? Because it was varying degrees of capacity with each, each person. And you use the same philosophy. You go in and you find out what their strengths are. You build that up. You encourage them. If, if that line needs to be a little longer, a little straighter, you just find a way to help them do that. And one thing that I discovered real quick is they're, they're so loving and open, they're non-judgmental. And once you, I'm not gonna say win them over, but once you touch their heart, you're, you're a friend for, for life. Now there is no pose involved. That's right. And they, they, you,
1: what you see is what you get. Yes. A- and you can get all of it if you are open to it, because right. this, they'll sense your openness to them. Yes. And as soon as they sense that you're open, actually, right? It's been my experience that. Um, so you've worked with the with the community too, and so for for about twenty years. But what I would say about it is number one. The more you're around me, the more you'll realize I'm special needs. In fact, i, I never met a person that isn't. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that it's just There's a spectrum out there of special needs, and every single person... And But there's so much that you can learn from this community. It's unbelievable. So I want to just tell this one quick story, which I'll just got in my heart, and I think everybody ought to hear. Is there was a young man by the name of Ryan, and he is the most lovable, I shouldn't say was. He is one of the most lovable people. I mean, he would hug you. He's everything that you just described, right? And he's autistic and he's red-headed and he's outgoing, and he would hug you, just about squeeze you to death. And I'd always experienced the loving, wonderful Ryan until one day he decided to throw his mother's keys in the closet. And when he did, it closed and it locked, right? And, and so we didn't even see it. it was just like the devil got over, over him or something. I shouldn't say that. But anyway, whatever happened, he threw the keys in the closet. He was obviously agitated. And so we had to go find the administrator, somebody to open that particular closet. We didn't have a key. So they, they come in, and when they open that closet, he went into a rage like I have never seen. That he... Hit that closet so hard it shook the entire Calvary Baptist Church. I mean, it, it, he hit that thing so hard, and then he turned, and it looked like he was going to grab his mother, and so I stepped in front of him. And at the time, I'm six foot five, 265 pounds. He throws me to the ground like I'm a rag doll, right? But then his mother looks at him and says, "Does somebody need a hug?" And then I watched Ryan fall into his mother's arms and bawl like a baby. He he went from. And, and, and I'll never, ever, will never, ever see how she had that kind of grace and, and what happened. So I hate we're out of time, but I thank you so much for listening. Again, go to Kingdom Pursuits to find out about more about R3. And again, Otis Farmer, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank, you.
0: thank you. Thank you. And
1: thank you for listening. We've got so much truth coming at you. Encouraging prayer followed by the masculine journey starts here now at 12 o'clock. Even David Braswell at times.
2: Yeah, sometimes. <laughs>